1: You're listening to
2: a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Ricari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you. So visit gcxevent.com tickets to book now.
0: Explore epic sagas with Rare Drop roleplay. Recap the latest in sports with Overplayed. Unleash your inner hero on comics. Dive into a galaxy far, far away through Star Wars and Scotch. And pick the brains of industry experts on Broman Podcast. Whatever you're looking for, Rare Drop Entertainment has you covered. Check out our full lineup at raredrop.co.
2: Welcome to Star Wars and Scotch. This is not episode 66. What is it, Tim? This is Execute Order 66. Yes, everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. We are covering Chapter 3 of the Book of Boba Fett today. Not a ton of Star Wars news in the rest of the world, so we're going to focus on that. Uh, But as usual, Tim and I are sipping on some delicious... Kings Coast coffee. I'm actually having an espresso shot this Ooh. morning in my coffee. Oh, so. Okay, Kevin. Yeah, we took it the to the next level. I'm nice. uh, feeling I'm just, good. I'm
3: still drinking Christmas blend because for some reason I have a lot of it, and I don't no, know
2: why. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it's that. Just a lot sitting in the in the cabinet, so I'm drinking Christmas blend still. It is the season. I uh, Our new employee, Shane, uh, um, I found out he doesn't drink coffee, but he's like, if you sell fun. cocoa, then... You know, and I was like, I wonder if I have any cocoa. I have five freaking things of cocoa sitting. (laughs) Why are we hiring
3: people that don't like our coffee?
2: Well, he doesn't drink coffee period into sentence, but he drinks cocoa. So I'm gonna bring him some of the cocoa today and see what he says. How do
3: you convert a non coffee drinker to being a coffee drinker? I don't know, ask Chris Mills.
2: We we made Chris Mills a coffee drinker. Really? Yep. Huh. He never drank coffee before King's Coast. And I said, don't try other coffee. Oh, no. He'll be You'll really, be he'll be really, really upset.
3: Oh, man. If this is his benchmark, if this is what sets his just like, this is his baseline for coffee. Oh, no. It's like when we
2: took Wayne's wife, Fran, to Disney for the first time and she stayed in the Wilderness Lodge cabins. And we're uh-huh. like, uh, we're sorry, it's just downhill from here. <laughs> oh no. It doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? This is I'm like, this is like mm. the ultimate Disney experience. Yeah, Disney,
3: yeah. You're gonna pay a lot of money to experience
2: that. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. But uh, but yeah. So episode 66, or as we're calling it, oh does 66. Um, Uh, for Star Wars and Scotch is uh, Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 3, The Streets of Mos Espa. It was a good episode. There were so many interesting parts to it. One of the major takeaways is the push for the pikes. I love... I thought the pikes were just kind of there in the last episode as representation as to what was happening on Tatooine and whatnot. No, we are now realizing that the pipes... uh, The pipes... The pikes (laughs) are the enemy in this this whole scenario and that i find interesting because we just came off of bad batch where the pikes were also um part of one of the enemies in bad batch and clone wars final season where we had the two sisters and the pikes as well so the pikes show up a lot like pushing yeah pushing them as a crime syndicate seems to be it
3: makes sense though i think i think that um it just holds a special place like the pikes are just a special place in their hearts between like john and like they like i because he's just it's always in there they're always there they're always like one of like the top bad guys and i love Mm -hmm. that they've put them in live action they do look different though it's still jarring to me they look like fish people and in
2: my head they were always like snake people i think it was because of the masks i did read and i have all the easter eggs and i'm gonna pick up some of the stuff that we uh we didn't get because when we do this episode just so you know when tim and i record it is literally minutes after we have watched the episode so we don't have the Internet to go and do work for us. But what we've been enjoying is folks tweeting at us and sending us Facebook messages and, and popping into Tim's chat to say, guys, you missed this. I just yeah. listened to the episode. It was great. But you missed this. I love this because this is this is all about like Star Wars community to me. And we're not going to catch everything. We are not. We're two guys who love Star Wars. We are n- have never claimed to be experts no. or walking encyclopedias of star no. wars so it's great to interact with you all please if we miss stuff hit us up go to tim's chat fb.gg slash darkness 429 and let him know say hey, tim you missed that because a few of the things we missed were like oh my god that's awesome yeah so while we're on the subject black chrysanth Chrysanthin, uh is the wookiee from the last episode that the twins brought with them and he is very much a part of this episode but um, he has appeared in the Doctor Afro comics with Boba Fett. They've worked together,
3: which I thought understand. was great because yeah. at the end of of their like their little tussle in this episode, he was like, "No hard feelings, mate." And I was it's just business. like, I was like, I was like, "Oh, I like that." Because now knowing that they've worked together in the past, he's just like a job's a job. Like I understand, I get it. I don't. I think he'll be back.
2: I don't think that's the last. No, we see he kind of kinda just, like,
3: he kinda just like he kind of just like scampered off so i just it
2: felt it felt kind of awkward the way they just like he just goes i'm leaving now it was so cool to see a wookie <laughs> fight dirty and not like chewbacca
3: yeah he like uses his teeth and stuff i i really thought it he was just gonna kill like i thought that was it for boba i was like well this
2: isn't, is how boba dies isn't there a thing and this i could be misremembering or confusing my my lores of different worlds but isn't there a thing where like wookies aren't supposed to like bear their teeth or something i don't know wookiees Barry. that's a weird fact and i don't i don't think i would i would be able to remember that one no it's something else then it's from something else ignore that i said that too many too many lores in kevin's head oh my god a lot lately too now (laughs) now i'm on the now i finished harry potter so now i'm on the wizarding world oh no um (laughs) (laughs) all i needed was another fandom in my life um so yes that was a great scene. Uh, it was very jarring because I thought we were just coming out of another back to tank dream sequence. But no, we got ripped out of the back to tank. Which was such sequence. a
3: sad, sad dream sequence.
2: Yes. I yeah. was so sad. All of his friends are dead. So there's there's a few things where they really went on the emotions on this one. Obviously, with the Tuscan Raiders that were killed by the, the I forget the name of the biker gang, um, but they were killed by the biker gang in the past. And that was basically the only family he had had since um, Django died. (gasps) Uh, And obviously emotional. But the other big thing that they kind of, and I have a feeling Star Wars, like the hardcore, the annoying ones we don't like, are going to be mad about the Rancor. Because they're like, oh, he's really a docile creature. I thought that was adorable. I did too, because you know what a Rancor basically is, Tim? A pit bull. Yeah, it's like a pit bull. Rancors are pit bulls that's yeah. it yeah they're bred
3: for fighting and then like he's like oh i saved him and then what's his name danny uh danny uh, trejo was
2: the best danny, surprise danny the trejo's
3: the fucking beastmaster, which i thought was so good which
2: means he's in the rest of the show because yeah, he's there Danny's
3: fucking lore of course danny trejo's
2: lore like how great is that no oh, man i loved it i he's loved it I, when he pulled like, up docile. like that's cool when he pulled up with the Rancor sleeping, I'm like, is that Danny Trejo? I yelled at my TV screen, like,
3: it's Danny. <laughs> and like you can't you can't miss him either. He's got no. he's got this like it's his hair. It's the hair and his face structure, you just right away, you just you know. Who and his it is.
2: mustache. He's always got that mustache. Mm-hmm. No, that was that was a pleasant surprise to see him. I'm glad he's going to be the freaking the beast master. That's really good. Yeah, because he's like his training will begin. I'm like, oh, he's going to get traded. And,
3: well, and, and, also- and this explains with Boba riding him on, on his back in the in Bingo. the in the one uh, concept art that you saw because yep. he learns how to fucking ride him. For fun,
2: did you hear what the reference was from? Though that was a nice little drop there. No, he said the witches of Re- Dathomir. Yeah, I have been heard that. The- he, he said Dathomir. I'm like, no way, it's in live action now. I thought that yeah. was so cool. Oh, I, 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 I anticipate between Obi Wan, Ahsoka, and all of these shows. Yeah, we will we'll get, go to Dathomir. We will. We may not go to Dathomir, but you will see one of the witches we'll at get some a nice point sister? very soon at some point we have to i would love to see mother Talzin, but she dies at the end of clone wars so
3: no, all her spirit lives know? on
2: her spirit is. i mean yeah
3: but like we don't know how like how she works like she could reincarnate for all she's we still know. the most
2: she's still the second most terrifying creature in all of star wars yeah she's really creepy
3: you yeah. also don't like clowns either so i could see why she kind of like <laughs>
2: hits that clown nerve for you it's the, no if, with her it's the voice yeah but she looked kind of like a creepy clown she does look like a creepy clown but the voice with the like the deep growly demonic thing behind her regular oh yeah because she's
3: got like that gypsy voice but then yeah. She's, yeah she's got that like echo in the background it's good they like, but, yeah. they, like
2: lay, they do like some type of like layering there it's very good well we know that we well, we know from Clone Wars to I don't think we we didn't see the Night Sisters in Rebels, right? I don't remember if we did. Yeah, but we, we know well, from
3: okay. Cl- so we saw we saw the skeletons, we saw like the zombie Night Sisters, they show oh, up when to they,
2: protect when they go to get the, the they get the dark, dark saber, saber. Mm-hmm. right? So we know from there to so wait, how does that fit into the timeline? Because in what are you trying to do? I'm trying to figure out where we Dathomir would be at by now, but we know that the Night Sister numbers were limited in Fallen Order, which would be before Rebels. Fallen or Order or during fa- well, Fall no.
3: Order would be around Rebel time. Yeah, around the it, same time. It's around Rebel time. Um so, so like what we saw on Dathomir would be very accurate to what we saw in Rebels. Okay. Um and so yeah, so really it's just it's just ruins and 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 a bunch of just zombie
2: witches. I guess. Well, I don't know. Um, um I can't say for name? sure. Marin, who's the night sister from I was Fall reading Order. an article about her. Yeah, it was probably the same one I was about to reference Go ahead. where they're saying like she might be a huge yeah, part of the You and I Fall read Lord the same too. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, well possibly, she's such a good character. Well, people were saying it might even be scenes where you could or or chapters where you play as Marin too. It would make and sense. And then you get you get night sister powers yeah, to, that'd be to cool. fuck around with. Um which would be interesting because then that would indicate that she left Dathomir to travel with Cal, which means that maybe she wasn't the last night sister. It's a planet. Keep that in mind. Um, yeah, and we just so, saw one small, minute area of Dathomir. Two, because we also saw where they bred the, the male um Well, that was just under, but Yeah, but that was, like, right underneath it. They just was lived it? on top of them. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Um, so... Yeah, anyway, so they 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 ride the Rancors. That was a cool little reference. I hope we get to see more of that from the past, maybe in High Republic or Old Republic. We'll, we'll literally see Sisters riding freaking That'd be cool. Rancors. That'd be really cool. That'd be so cool. awesome. Um, and you got to pay attention to those seeds because that's how they do Star Wars. They're like plant seed in future for past thing that we mentioned. Yeah, we'll show you this in two years now. Um, Speaking so, of
3: that, can we talk about how um, the, fir- the opening scene to Book of Boba for boba coming out of the sand was was uh completely uh talked about in uh parks and rec yes yeah <laughs> okay so okay so there's no way that that was foreshadowed i think what happened is john favreau really likes park and rec he likes parks and rec and he watched that he's like that's the fucking scene right there <laughs> There's no way because they literally put it frame by frame of him talking and the actual scene being played out. And it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. And he so, did a
2: cameo on Parks and Rec at one point. Yeah. So um, he's got
3: to be a major fan of it. That's got to be a nod to Parks and Rec.
2: Glam is the one that originally sent that to me, our buddy Glam Shatterskull. And he said, oh, I heard that Patton wrote for Book of Boba Fett. And I said, okay, then that would make oh. sense. But, no, wait. Then he goes, I can't find a writing credit anywhere. So I think that was bullshit. And I think that like exactly what you said, John was probably like, oh, this would be fun.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if
2: anyone notices.
3: Yeah. I think he's just a big Parks and Rec <laughs> fan. And and he just that's what he did. Because it was just I watched that so many times. I'm just like, holy shit. It's
2: perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. it's perfect. almost scary how perfect. It yeah. Is. And
3: I just I think he just ripped it. He had to have. Um, it, it's. <laughs>
2: I've watched it like ten times because it's so synced. And Daniel's like, "Wait, is that from?" I'm like, "No, this is from Parks and Rec eight years ago." Yeah, this debuted the two days, three days after Christmas. It went wild. <laughs> so yeah, no, it was. Uh, it was. It's a fun little little Easter egg. Uh, if you haven't seen it, just Google Pat and Oswald Boba Fett, and you'll get a good laugh um, of it synced up together while he's I describing tweet it. at
3: there. Patton Oswald and see if
2: he he, re- he responds to a lot of people's tweets? Be like, "Did you know?" Um, or yeah we could do that let's do that well what we should do is we should do it from the star wars account and then you can pop in there and yeah, be I like hey Patton." yeah ch- ch- yeah throw in the, the little power of badge. let's see if this still works i haven't used my effects in a while the power of the check mark um That's okay yeah did it, okay i haven't touched my effects i know i know probably You're over. Out of the practice year. i know it's okay very very <laughs> very don't get excited like I'm coming back or anything either, Chad. I, well, that was a that was a nice Twitter thread the other day. Not happening. Very busy. Barely have time to do this. Um. So, uh, Boba also now has his own cyberpunk speeder game. Okay. Uh, gang. Okay. Do they look like the Power Rangers to you? Well, once they rode up on their bikes, they did. Before <laughs> that, they didn't. But That's... when they rode up on their their speeders, I was like, oh,
3: all I could fucking hear is that dude.
2: that was fun do the entire car chase that's all i thought it
3: was just like it was a power futuristic power rangers uh car chase it was so good when they
2: were when he was having the conversation with him about the water by the way the guy that came to him the water salesman do
3: you think he's also pissed off about his stapler
2: thank you thank
3: you thank you <laughs> i didn't
2: We did dude, not plan this because like, like he i said walked we down,
3: it. he walked down the stairs i was like hey it's a stapler guy from office space
2: steven root is the water guy if you didn't <laughs> notice it's uh milton is that his name in I office th- yeah space? it's milton he's also one of the guys from dodgeball he's been in so many different things it's
3: so many movies but he just walks stairs like it's the stapler guy
2: yeah yeah i am I, boba i am very <laughs> upset about my water <laughs> if you could Can please be- get my be- water be- back be- thank you very much water, yeah, dude. Um, and, it's just, and he's such a dick. I love how he comes out. And he's like, oh, but the water, and the kids
3: are like, he's ripping us off, dude.
2: So the the whole point of that scene is is the previous daimyos played to the business owners and the shopkeepers and yeah. those folks, and then probably inflation and things like that happened and rising costs, etc., etc. Boba is trying to be a man of the people. He is trying to go and take the. The ones who are downtrodden and less fortunate. And that's who's going to be part of his army, his crew, his movement, whatever you want to call it. Uh, And this is the whole anti-hero play with Boba. Like, he's still a bad guy. He's still a crime lord. But he's taking those who are impoverished and being mistreated uh, and, you know, taking care of them. Now, parallels to IRL Mafia. There were Mafia guys who would be considered, again, I'm not saying this. I'm going by historical references. Good people that protected their neighborhoods and things. They like that. They looked out for
3: the commoners.
2: Yeah, that was the, but, that know, was the it, original it, point of all of exactly. it. Exactly, it Robin Hood. The whole right. Obviously, was money Hood. came in and, and polluted all of it, etc., etc. That's what they're going for with with Boba, and that's why he was able to get his completely straight out of cyberpunk <laughs> on Tatooine street gang. It's
3: I, I, honestly, I didn't think I was gonna like it, but the more I saw that, I was like, he needs a gang. This is cool. I like it. I liked that it wasn't the stereotypical bounty hunter gang because that's right. what because that's what he had before he had all of the bounty hunters he had ig88 and he he had he had all of like the, the crazy people that were there um sorry i can't recall names right now um get yeah, Bosk. well i was like he's got the Transdotion. like and i love that i can get his race couldn't remember Bosk. Um, but, you know, oh. so he's got all these people that we see all the time that we know to be like the bounty hunters. I like that he's taking this different approach. I think it's good. He's working with the people. He's for the people, by the people. I'd vote for Boba.
2: Yeah. He's, he's growing he's, on me. He's trying to bring change to Mos Espa and make it a better place. You know, he's still doing his illegal shit, but he doesn't care also there was a point in this episode where i thought the mayor wasn't actually the mayor and it was the mayor's assistant and he was just being shady and weird but by the end of the episode i was like no i was wrong um it's just the mayor's assistant yeah he's just a douche yeah um yeah mm-hmm. so yeah but by the end by the end like you said i was like this is a weird little cyberpunk like we're not there's obviously cyborgs in star wars darth vader is one um but,, it's just not something we're used to, I guess seeing uh, so it's definitely a different tank, interesting, pretty exciting so and cool, i though. think
3: I think it's weird to us because Kevin, they do a really good job of hiding all the cybernetics. All of the cybernetics that we've ever we've ever seen in star wars they it gets covered up by something a glove, a hand, yeah. like you know skin. Vader gets covered up by armor. It's not exposed to you. You know that it's there, but one, think of the time. When Star Wars was made, they couldn't show off all the gears and pistons and like all of the stuff, all of the inner workings, because there was no way to actually make those animatronics exist also on top of someone's arm. They didn't couldn't green screen that stuff. Um, so now we have like we, they, we have the technology for them to do in real time rendering of like all of these biometronics So they're probably using the exact same tech that they use for vision in like WandaVision or any of the Avengers movies where all of the all of the the prosthetics and stuff that you think would be makeup is actually 3D rendered on top of him and so yeah. i bet you those kids are probably just acting with just markers on their face and then it just gets dubbed over them in post which i think is so neat so yeah like we can have we can start showcasing more of all of the neat nerdy Star Wars stuff and i think that's so cool like i'm excited for that because yeah Star Wars is full of cyberpunk people it just never it,
2: showcased. Not that it's 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 technically not canon, but in Swotor, cyborg and human are two different races that you can pick.
3: Well, because because the cyborg people are a lot like the um the religious zealots in cyberpunk, where they believe that like the machines are the gods. Mm-hmm. You know, in that sense, and like that's what they lay into, right? Like they believe that they are the evolved version of humans
2: like they are they are above them they they are no longer the same speaking of the cyborgs this was the episode where we saw the bomar monks mm. uh in the beginning with the little if you I don't know the bomar monks, animation yeah if you don't know who the bomar monks are the bomar monks we've talked about on the show before the bomar order used to live in jabba's palace jabba's palace used to be a monastery called the teth monastery and these monks uh lived there the monks for fear of dying and all sorts of crazy weird shit. They ended up putting their brains inside of these, not in this mechanical spider. You saw in the being it's in the liquid underneath yeah, it. That. Vat. Yeah. And it, and it like control. I, I don't really know the science behind it. Cause I don't know, but it's just a wild little reference. Uh, and it's super cool.
3: That's what I'm going to do.
2: Yeah. You and Ben, I'm, gonna I'm just going to die. In I'm just going to die. Cause I feel like that's the play. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with I'm okay with that. <laughs> you don't that. want to be a spider
3: vat <laughs> brain I just, thing? You know, it's
2: it's the whole discussion of uh who comes out on the other side. Like um uh what was that show on Netflix? Oh you're t- oh or uh the one movie Altered with Carbon. Uh, yeah. Is what? it you that comes out or uh the, the one with the magician? Oh yeah, it's um, the magician. That's the uh the, the whatever, the dispir- the, 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 prestige. the prestige. The prestige yeah. So, is it you that comes out, or is it the clone? You know. Yeah, but so. if it's
3: your brain, it's still your brain. So
2: it's just you connected to a robot. That's fair. I'll give you that. I was talking more about you know the replicating. That's into like reincarnation or like cloning and stuff. Yeah. Robot body or something. We'll get there eventually. Uh, sure. Maybe. Maybe we'll see. Um, I I would prefer a San Junipero situation. But what else did you watched. like with this episode? <laughs> you haven't watched. You haven't watched all of Black. Um, uh, what the fuck's it? Black Mirror. No, because... I'm not gonna
3: watch Black Mirror. You guys ruined it for me.
2: Can you just watch the two good episodes and no, then No, I've only can... ever
3: watched the, the the Striking Vipers. Striking Vipers <laughs> and then the pig one. That's the only two I've ever I seen. I told
2: you not to watch the pig one! But that's where I started. No, you can't start with the pig one. You see the first it, never episode! How can <laughs> you not start with the first episode? Just watch the second episode. Don't oh. ever watch the pig one. There's well, it's no too point. Wait, it's already scarred in my head. Black mirror is ruined for me. <laughs> You'll get scarred for different reasons, but it's worth the watch. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, So more on this episode. (laughs) Yeah, what else did you like for this episode, Kevin? (laughs) Um, I mean, that was pretty much everything we saw leading up to what – you know, this confrontation between Bob and the pikes, but now we see that it bleeds from the past into the future. There's history here and we need to see the breadth of it because if you remember, well, I don't the know past, how much
3: of their, the history, do you think he has history with the pike like the, the leader of the pikes, or do you think it's just, it's bleeding over from past run-ins with the pike?
2: Well, I'm sure that he is equating the fact that the pike leader on Tatooine told him that he's not going to pay tribute to two of them, the biker gang, the Nicktos, and to the sand people that he told the same thing to them and that is why they ended up killing of those tusken raiders um so now boba's on the revenge path so i have i wonder is boba going to obviously mess with the Niktos, and then is he going to go mess with the pikes for even you know creating this scenario and messing with their operation okay. which is why They are not on Tatooine in the future and they're coming back to Tatooine. Go ahead.
3: Okay. All right. So here's my theory on this. So if we go back to the back to tank vision, right, it leads us to the point right before we meet Mando. So to keep with the visions, I think we're going to get a vision every single episode. I think it's going to, I think we're going to continue to get visions of certain things. I don't think this is going to stop. Or maybe the last episode, we won't get one because it's the grand finale. But this vision took us right up into the point before Mando comes to Tatooine, right? What I think happens is is, or it might be a year or two, but what I think what happens is is that we're going to lead up to um, Boba finding Fennec and then those two get together and then they go and kill the Pike gang. And then after they kill the gang then they go off and chase Boba or they chase Mando to get the armor, and then they come back.
2: I think okay. I think that's where we're at. Because aren't they the same Nikto bikers that are hanging out in the bar in I don't Mandalorian? Think this, I don't
3: think they're the same. Oh, they yeah.
2: That's <gasps> what I'm equating it to.
3: Oh, is that? Oh, is that how he finds? That's how he finds Mando. He was Probably. tracking the biker gang. He's tracking the gang and he ends up finding them at the bar.
2: Ooh. I have a feeling we're going to see Din. It's going to lead right up to that
3: moment. That's I, I mean that a,
2: that would make sense. I have a feeling we're going to see I Din think that's going to Kevin. At I think minimum, we just figured this out. At minimum, maybe not see Din like he's an interacting character, but at least see some actor in Din's armor. Yeah, like yeah, as it's, he's I, tracking I, him or right, something exactly i think yeah. The child
3: but i think what this is leading up to is that mando ma- the mando and boba meeting up is like j- they're just trying to sh- they're trying to close up that loop and i think they're really right. trying to show how close all of the events
2: are together right which is what they love to do they love to, to, to and we don't know how long
3: we don't know how long boba from the sarlacc pit to the point where those um where the Tusken raiders were killed we don't know how much time was in between there
2: well, there's hints in this episode, they're putting the stormtrooper helms on the pikes on in Moss Isley.
3: Right. So it's after it's so we know it's after episode six. We know we know that part. But right. we know when that Book Mando- of Boba is five years after the explosion of Death Star two. So after Death Star Two blows up, it's five years of after that.
2: When Mando goes to Tatooine, he walks by the spikes with the stormtrooper helmets on it already.
3: Correct. Those spikes are already there. They had the blood. We also saw the um, what's her face with the the pit droids. She's walking towards the um, the hangar bays. I saw the pit droid. I did not. Oh see yeah, her, she's so yeah she curly haired lady. What's her name? The actress. Can't think of her name. She's walking in front of them. And the pit droids are behind her. So so it lets you know that we were within the same time period. She's there. The, the 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 helmets and the spike from uh from mando are there so they're just getting put on so we know we're close so we know that we're close but we don't know how long those helmets were sitting there for we also don't know how long she had been working there for right so there is still like we still we know that we're within a five-year window of opportunity for where man for where boba is and and when mando shows up we know he's at the end of this five year window i just right. don't know where boba is and i think it's closer to the end of this window i think he's kind of like we might be like two, two-ish, or maybe even three years after the Death Star blew up, because remember the amount of time it took for the rest of the Imperial forces to leave the Outer Rim. Remember that's where the final uh, stand was. All of the Imperial forces got moved from the central planets out towards the Outer Rim, and that's where the last stand happened on Jakku. So a lot of a lot of holding forces, a lot of the, the what was the remnants of the Imperial forces. They had strongholds on these outer rim territories for a longer period of time than central or mid core or uh, the mid rim uh, planets.
2: I mean, we see the imperial holdout
3: in Mandalorian, exactly. That and that's to my point. So that's why I think that you know that the imperial occupation on Tatooine might have taken a little bit longer from when they're celebrating on um, on Coruscant. But then you look at the end of Episode Six and the celebration. Uh, scenes where it goes from Tatooine to Endor to like all of these places that you've been, and they're all celebrating the death of the Emperor. So, I mean, like, so to that point,
2: is my theory wrong, or is that just outdated material? I don't know. Uh, Peli Motto, played by Amy is Amy Sedaris. talking about, but yeah, um, she's great. I think we're weeks or months in between, and obviously, with with Boba, we can jump time very quickly.
3: So that means uh, that that means that Boba Fett was
2: sitting out in the desert with the Tusken Raiders for years, for years then. Yeah. No, he's, I believe he's to form the emotional attachment for him to be crying <clears throat> and to, for them to make Boba Fett cry. Cause that's a character shift. That is probably not an easy it's decision in a writer's him. meeting. Yeah. Yeah, well, it shows he has a emo- I wouldn't say it softened him up as much no, as it shows he just has emotion,
3: right? And so that's and that's the point that I mean, it softened him. I think I think him actually being able to feel an emotion that he hasn't had. When was the last time Boba Fett had an attachment to anybody? His dad, yeah, Jango. Yeah, I mean, like he worked with he worked with other bounty hunters, but he never had an emotional attachment to him. But Jango was his last thing that he loved, and and then to see the Tusken Raiders. To your point, Kevin, you made at the beginning of the show you know he loves these people and
2: now they're dead the the this plays too into you know we always talk about how disney's all about bringing balance to the force now it's not necessarily light and dark it's it's more about like finding that that good happy medium yeah one of the other things disney has done is they're really trying to show you that the clones are not just mindless clones they they have feelings and emotions so The journey we've gone on since, which ironically Boba is the one that starts it when he when at the end of Attack of the Clones, when he's sitting there holding his father's helmet. Mm -hmm. And then we go through all the journey in Clone Wars and we we go through that roller coaster of emotions with the clones. And then we do Bad Batch and we go through the roller coaster of emotions of betrayal and all that stuff in Order 66. So this is just an extension of showing you like the clones have feelings. They are people. They exist like just because they were created in a test tube and not born doesn't mean that they're not. Uh, people I, I really hope he'll make a nod to omega i don't think so i don't think don't we're headed think in that direction so? <sighs> i did think for a moment we were going to get kira when they were like when the twins said another syndicate you know has been that's because, well, so been given this territory
3: that's what i was hopeful for i was hopeful we were going to hear of a of a crime boss that we you know haven't seen in a while uh um, i'm fine with the pikes but knowing that it's the Pikes, and we so we also know that we have so that was one thing we didn't talk about was the territorial control of most Espa. It's also broken up into some weird things. So we know the Transoceans have a decent, the Transoceans
2: have a hold, the Aquilish have a hold, and I forget, I don't remember the, the last people race. who hold
3: the the, to, the the top ridge was the one the that spaceport or the, the last yeah ones. that was the last one that I was unfamiliar with yeah um, but I, that's I really seen that's name really interesting
2: I'd seen the name before but that's what that's what we had said this last week. We said that Bib was kind of making concessions just to keep his his status,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and which it's he did.
2: Right. Yeah, he had a, he had very fragile alliances, Um, and he was just kind of, I think, sitting on what Jabba had done. Um, Also, I made a mistake last episode. I said the twins were in in other lore. They're not. I was thinking of old Republic stuff. So you had, said, you had said
3: that you were like that's from EU. So, yeah, no, I, I was fine. wrong.
2: It was from, it was from, I was thinking of stuff from Old Republic. Mm-hmm. So this, they are new characters. Um, Once again, proving though that now Hutta is still up and active because they're like, peace bitches, we yeah, out. Going we're going back, back to Hutta. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Have fun. Well, there, it's, it's crazy how scared of the pikes they are. They don't want to mess with them. They're like, this is a war that we,
2: we really don't want because the huts usually steamroll everyone. But the sister said it best it's bad for business to start a war. Um, between them they'll finance wars and you know do all that stuff to make a profit but they don't want a direct war between huts and pikes probably that's what they're trying to oh, avoid it's messy yeah it's really and i don't think they think Tatooine is worth it to be honest but, well like, she even said that she's like this is just a pile of rock like what yeah. do you want to fight over yeah, so I, I just think they're like, all right, have fun, good luck with the Pikes, we'll see you later. I did learn that uh, Mayor Machiis is voiced by Robert Rodriguez. I thought that was a nice little. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so um, he's he is the mayor, but um, I think the mayor, I think what they're doing is they're luring you in because every time we've met an Athorian, they're super docile. The only like crazy cool Athorian where it did anything huge was in the Jedi one in Clone Wars. Um, and then you know, every other authorian we see is usually like an archivist, or they're slow, they're right? Not, because like, they're not really cool characters. You go to Disney, you see Doc Ondar sitting there cataloging all this <laughs> stuff, but we never really see it like an authorian that's like, and I'm sure there's comics and EU stuff that Tim or not and I are not familiar with, and feel free to let us know, but. This is the first authorian I've seen that's like shady little badass making backroom deals and fucking with everybody. So it's been um, it's been interesting to see. And I'm sure we're going to learn more now that the pikes are back on Tatooine. But I think that Boba does something to get the pikes off of Tatooine, which we'll learn about in the next few episodes. I think you're right, though. I don't think we'll get a flashback in the last episode. I think it's probably going to be a long like an hour long. Yeah. And it's just going to be a, what's happening to lead us into probably season three of Mando, to be honest. Um, that would be interesting. Uh, if we don't feeling- get a
3: teaser for, for Mando season three at the end of book of Boba Fett. I'd be we really will. upset They're, because
2: they, I, they freaked out. Like everyone freaked out at the book of Boba teaser at the end of Mando. And they were like, Oh, the Marvel thing works. Let's do it again. Well,
3: yeah, because they did the same thing for freaking Dr. Strange at the end of Spider-Man. You get, yes. you get the teaser for uh Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness before anybody else sees it. Like they didn't even put it out on TV until like a week after the movie had come out.
2: Yeah. So, so that was great. So yeah, we we I have a feeling you'll get your and if it's not that, maybe it's Ahsoka. Maybe Ahsoka is the teaser
3: or or uh Cassian Andor.
2: Yeah, we don't we well, Andor would be older so the only two shows that could exist in the timeline with this are ahsoka or and man well we know mandalorian exists concurrently in this timeline we don't know where ahsoka takes place. oh you
3: think they're gonna be a, it's gonna be a teaser based on time i was just thinking that we that whatever is coming next we would get a teaser for no
2: i think it's it's gonna be you think based it's gonna on play the story into the episode because book of um, boba did too you're we right we saw boba you're fett right. and then he was like i'm out i helped you I fulfilled- i'm gonna go do my own shit yeah, by the way, See, yeah. Boca Boba Fett. Yeah, right. And it played into the timeline. But
3: they also teased it at the very, very end, too, which I thought was like really classy. I thought that was really fun.
2: Right. And they'll probably do the same thing, like set us up. Maybe it's, you know, Din with the Darksaber or, you know, Ahsoka walking through Does that mean someone
3: someone of of great importance is going to show
2: up at some point then. Because no one knows if the Ahsoka show is going to be based on the the book about her. Uh, when she's running from the Empire, God, I or hope not. if it That takes was place terrible. for her uh, looking for Ezra. Well, the so, way okay,
3: all right. So to to bop that one, the way that she shows up in Mando is future Ahsoka. There's no way they're going to go back in time with her. It, like she, there's no way that so, Rosario too. Dawson can can age herself. She's an older woman, right? So and right. and for that and for the book, it's right at the end of Clone Wars. So she's still a child, and Rosario <laughs> Dawson's like in her what her forties.
2: Probably late 30s in the 40s.
3: like yeah so like there's no way
2: i um i i agree with you i th- and i also think the you know whereas grand admiral thron line mm-hmm. was way too telling oh, as to where hucker, they were dude. going there's
3: no way like that pulled everybody's attention and like yeah like, so
2: i think i agree with you so the teaser might be like the teaser might be sabine and ahsoka because that would be such a such a something yeah thing to drop on everyone like holy shit yeah um you know and then they'll be like disney will be like hi here's a trailer you know releasing the weekend of celebration i don't know something like you know like they like to do but it's it's either mando or ahsoka in my opinion it can't be obi-wan it can't be Andor. you know it can't be acolyte it can't be anything like that they just started filming acolyte so i would assume it's not um good uh good, good yes um so yeah so we'll see what happens there but um I'm excited to take these next four episodes. I have a feeling we're gonna go on a ride. I don't think we're leaving Tatooine. I know we were talking about that originally. I think the whole show's on Tatooine. That's what I think. Um, do you think that is because of story, or do you think that's because of COVID?
3: Um damn, that's a really good question. Uh Or do yeah. you think they wrote I'm gonna, the story I'm gonna go because with, of COVID? I'm gonna go with they wrote the story because of COVID. I think that's a I think that's a hey, we have to stay within a certain set. We've got the volume and we've got the, backlot the desert And then we've got the and then we've got California. So um that's it. And and also filming in California, like, I would assume just being out and about in California with all the regulations and stuff they have right now is not easy. So, yeah, I assume they had to try to figure out how to make a blockbuster movie work within the confines of whatever
2: they were given. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. It's uh... and it's also like on
3: with this, you can't go filming on location like it's Star Wars stuff. There's no location to go filming unless it's going to be a desert or a forest. So like that kind of stuff works really, really well. Um, and the amount of space they have on that back lot is gross and the volume is so modular in the sense of it can go literally anywhere that you could dream of. So
2: like they have so much at their disposal. Yeah. Yeah. We will see. It's um, it's I'm interested. To see how this plays out. Again, like what you,
3: so what do you feel like is next? So what, so for episode four, what are you
2: feeling? I feel like we'll see what Boba did to drive the pikes off of Tatooine. So, okay, so, so
3: you think that the pot he drove he may have drove them away already and they came yeah because it
2: made such a big deal that they came back mm-hmm. like they were like the mayor cut a deal with the pikes and it was like oh my god and then his little speeder guy was like seeing them come off the ship yeah and, i wonder and,
3: how many pikes were on tatooine if boba and fennec had run them off okay but right. i'm just trying to figure out how this all works in the timeline You know, it's like there's a lot.
2: It also could indicate that the assassins were not sent by the twins. They were sent by the pikes. Oh. Like,
3: I think there's major beef there. Well, that would make sense because the mayor was working for the pikes. No. Right. The mayor. No, 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 did you say the mayor went
2: to go with the transdotions? Right. the mayor cut a deal with the pikes that's what we learned is that what he said episode. he said the mayor
3: cut a deal with the pikes and the trans oceans? okay so i think what happened was is that when the guy said the mayor sent me i think he's right i think that the mayor did send the assassins but the pikes told the mayor to go kill boba fett i, I would have to 100 percent agree with you on that
2: because the mayor said back to him that i wasn't the one who or i wasn't the one who ordered that right
3: yeah, he could definitely be playing on words, right? He didn't get yeah. he yeah, he didn't order the assassination, but he could definitely hire the person to go They're execute they're the order. very
2: into this um uh James Bond-esque conversational like playing with words. Yeah,
3: mental in gymnastics. In
2: respectful you know, you know how James and villains talk to each other with the, you know, Mr. Bond. Yes. And it's very much like that the way all of these these crime lords talk to each other. There's there's an ounce of respect but it's like, yeah, I also won't hesitate to stab you in the back. Well, yeah, that's p- like the, the hut's politely are like, hey, tell you about it.
3: we tried to assassinate you and it didn't work out. So have this Rancor, <laughs> you know? Like, hey, we fucked up. Um, we know. You can keep the Wookiee, too. Uh, let's want. bygones be bygones <laughs> and you can have all this stuff. Like, is that because they're like, oh man, it, it, he might come kill us now. So let's just try to appease him real quick? Like,
2: I mean, it's, I that, it's, it's. That felt like a desperation play to me. It's it's probably more of yeah like a all right we're even we tried to kill you we gave you a record yeah. of Wookiee. <laughs> see you later um it's space politics um you know black market politics it's all dirty shit yeah but uh yeah I mean it's 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 very possible that the mayor is playing both sides and I the way he he I don't know the way I saw him I, that was the vibe I got I like, hate this, him this guy's sheisty yeah um. But, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for next week's episode. I don't know what's going to happen, to be honest. Like, this is the first time I'm going in besides saying, like, oh, we'll figure out what happened with the Pikes. I'm not really sure where they go with this story now, and that's kind of cool. So how many episodes
3: do we have left? Four. Holy crap. What's going to happen between next week I wonder if they have run times and the end. Well, they're always like they're always like thirty to forty minutes long. No, the first two were like fifty
2: plus. I thought they were thirty eight minutes. This one was thirty eight minutes. The first two were. Are you sure? The last one was fifty eight minutes. Really? Yeah, because I remember turning it on and going, "Oh my god!"
3: I just it went time? by so fast. I just enjoyed the heck out of it.
2: No, they don't. Oh, Bryce Dallas Howard directs the next episode.
3: Yes, I love her
2: so much. We have zero. Other information. There's no name, no runtime. We just know that she is. She a director. is so lovely. Who directed this one? Doesn't say.
3: I love that they're doing the 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 uh, the roulette with uh, different directors. I think that's so clever.
2: Yeah, Robert Rodriguez did the first one. Steph uh, Steph Green did the second one, and it doesn't say who did the third one. But four, it says Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes. You. Kevin Tancharoen did episode five. Uh, no one. Oh, it says George Lucas was a writer for episode six. Shut up.
3: Yep. <laughs> oh, Actually, what? it says George
2: Lucas is a writer for every episode. This is interesting. What is that? Just because? Is that just because? Oh, no, no, no. It's a credit. It says John writers John Favreau, George Lucas, in parentheses, is based on Star Wars. By ah, so okay. they're just giving that him makes credit. Makes more it's... sense it's his i was like what the f-? that's a little weird yeah that is a little strange that's all we, yeah that's all the info we have right now it's uh yeah I don't, I don't know what do you think's gonna happen before we get out of here
3: um okay so i i think we're gonna get we're gonna get the the uh we're gonna get the closure on boba killing the the biker gang that killed his family uh of tuscan raiders I definitely think we're going to see more of the uh, the bonding of Fennec and Boba after she is left for dead, uh, in Mandalorian season one when we meet her. Right? Is it season one? Season one. Uh, season when one. she was left for dead, um, she's come up a lot. She's now a fan favorite. People like love her being a part of the universe. Um, so I think we're going to, need to get more of just like that back that backstory, which I think is going to be super important for a character. Um, to we still have the meeting of the uh Transdosians and Boba Fett. So I think what's gonna happen is that in order to fight the Pikes, Boba Fett's gonna have to reunite all the territories and they're all gonna be one united most Espa versus the Pikes. Um, there's still a lot of scenes from the trailer that we haven't actually gotten to see yet um Mm -hmm. a a few of them showed up in this episode but there's still a few more that are kind of just floating around that we need to see there is like uh one scene there's a spaceship that's floating in orbit um if i remember correctly we have the dinner meeting with the Transdotions and the mayor um isn't the mayor sitting at the table if i remember correctly uh when he's when he's hanging out the Transdotions, i'm trying to i'm trying to pull this off i think the mayor's there okay but there's still there's like i even posted that gift this morning of him at the dinner table with the goblet and he's meeting with the Transdotions. i know that for sure um, so that that to me it indicates that Boba Fett has to go and and win favor of these people, cut deals to fight this war. We're gonna get a battle. There's gonna be a battle between Boba Fett and the Pikes before this is over, and so it'll be very very interesting to see like what happens there. And I'm also very curious to see if we're gonna get any more backstory with Boba Fett when he was a kid. Um, they've done a couple scenes of like Boba Fett running to the window and seeing Django fly off in Slave One. But there's still a lot of uh, gapage between when we see Boba show up in episode 5 and when we last see him in Clone Wars. So I would love to see what happens, where did he go, what was he doing. Um, We were told that this show was going to be this massive puzzle piece that was going to be inserted and it was going to make a lot of things make sense. And I'm still waiting for the aha moment you know it's just like that hasn't really happened yet i love the backstory they've given to boba fett of him coming out of the starlight pit it makes sense i get it uh to a certain degree i think there's still flaws there um it gives it gives some backstory to the uh the sand people i think Tusken raiders are really cool i would love to see more of them they're really really interesting i love that they keep on getting reincorporated um because they only get they, they really get shit on a lot during the original star wars um, so, yeah, I think like what they've done so far is great, but there's still a lot missing. And so for me, I want more Boba back. I think if we have four episodes left, we have some more uh, storytelling to do for Boba's backstory. And then I think we're going to see a, a uniting of Mos Espa. And then at the end, at the very end, we're going to get this massive battle between Mos Espa and Boba Fett leading the charge versus the Pikes.
2: Before we go, I want to give you one more Easter egg that we missed from episode two that I have no idea how we would have found anyway, because this is information that came out afterwards. Um, I'm going to read it because it's exciting if you, if I read it. So this comes from denageek.com. They're the ones I get all my Easter eggs from, uh, from all of the Star Wars shows. One of the most famous Star Wars locations that never appeared on film. Tashi station is where Boba rustles up some of the speeder bikes. It's established as Luke Skywalker's local hangout in a new hope a scene that would have shown Luke hanging out with his friends and watching the battle where the Empire captured Princess Leia was cut from the film, what? but today can be found pretty easily online. At the time of A New Hope, Tashi Station was more of a garage and repair shop than a bar. It was a sleepy place for rural teens to hang out. It appears to have gotten much seedier in the meantime, now serving as a bar where alien Nicto miners push the human regulars around. Those regulars are Lay's fixer, L- Lona's owner, and Cammy Marstrap, two of Luke Skywalker's friends from the aforementioned deleted scene. No. Both tended to gently mock Luke and his friend Biggs, calling Luke Wormy. Lay's and Cammy were originally played in A New Hope by Anthony Forrest and Ku Stark, respectively.
3: Really? That's so, so cool. What a neat Tashi Easter egg. That's
2: Station, and those two people are Luke's friends from a deleted scene, which I watched this week. Uh, Is it just cool? It. Uh, it's, it's... No, I see why they deleted it, but... You know, knowing what I know now and being more of a, a fan now, it's it's just cool. And the way they modeled the set after the way they modeled the the old set and the that, it's cool. It's really cool. Like they they are paying attention to details. And you know, again, you can't really be mad. It's just they're doing it right. So it's exciting. It's fun. I love these little things that we find. And I save that one for the end because it's just. I don't know. It's so meaningless, but so important and cool at the same time. Yeah, that is really cool. Uh, I was cool. very happy with that. So that's uh, that's the. Um, we should do, Kevin's, long we and short should do of it. Kevin's Easter Star Wars Easter egg of the week. You should just White.
3: pick an Easter egg, and then because I'm sure there's so many out there that people don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, we'll have I'll have all new ones for episode three that we probably. No, I'm saying just like in general, like when
3: this is done, like we just keep on oh. trying to find Easter eggs. Yeah, I that, do that. People don't know about. I think that should yeah. be a
2: segment, Kevin. All right, all right. We'll uh, I'll talk to Max, and we'll uh, we'll see if I can work that out and get that done. But yeah, I could find Easter eggs. It's not hard. Um, cool. Tim and I are reading the High Republic book, The Fallen Star, so right now. It's good. It's good. It's, and it's really getting better. good. It's definitely they definitely set things up to go to a certain place. So that's that's exciting. But that's that's it for Star Wars. There's not much news aside from. The episode will be back next week for episode four of The Book of Boba Fett. Make sure you go check out Tim, fb.gg darkness429. He is going to be live Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. ish Eastern. Ish. <laughs> Ish. Monday through Friday. Uh, and you can go check them out at Slash darkness, four, two, nine and darkness, four, two, nine everywhere else. Make sure you're d- drinking that delicious King's Coast coffee. And if you want to see what I'm up to, you can go to reardrop.co and check out all the cool stuff, all the other shows that we have. If you're into comic books, if Sports. you want to hear Ben talk to influential people in, in business and in various spaces, go there. Check that out. Do that. Also, d d We got a shit ton of that. You guys have a good one. Thank you so much. And Tim. Yes. The force will not be with them. Oh. It's time to do something, and uh, I'm going to leave that to you. Execute order 66.